Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star. Her Jake Gilly used the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star. Her Jake Gilly used the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Welcome to the show. Alright, welcome to another bonus episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast, or whatever you want to call it. It's your boy Leo Archibald, one half of the crew. Now let me just quickly explain what a bonus episode is for those of you who don't know. They're a little quick version of the numbered episodes, just to get down to some topics that we might have talked about on the numbered episodes. We throw these out when the t- when us two can't get together. Throw these out, wet your whistle, because I know y'all be fiending. Anywho, so I'm going to get straight to some topics for this week. Actually, but before I do that, if you listen to the numbered episodes, you know we've been doing this thing called I'll Name This Bracket Later. Shout out to Joe Bud. And um, we're just going through or highlighting movies from people who, like, you know, who's weak in Hollywood it is, like, had a movie release, something big happening. So our next in, our next participant is Dwayne Johnson. So we're going to go through and name his worst, or I'm going to go through and name his worst movie. And then that movie is going to then later be put into a bracket down the road. So we're doing taking 64 different people, 64 different movies. Don't know the concept of the bracket yet, but yeah. So jump right into it. So I'm going to go through all the Dwayne Johnson movies I've seen and name the worst one. First up, we got The Mummy Returns going against The Scorpion King. Excuse this loud little squeaking noise I have in the background. This is a hood podcast, so it's the type of stuff you get. Anyways, The Mummy Returns versus The Scorpion King, uh, which is worse. I'm going to go with The Scorpion King. Even though The Mummy Returns had that awful Scorpion King versus Brendan Fraser fight at the end, which was so CGI. looked crazy back then. All right, now The Scorpion King versus The Rundown. I'm going to go with The Scorpion King. Scorpion King versus Walking Tall, The Scorpion King, Scorpion King versus Be Cool, <laughs> The Scorpion King, because Dwayne was hilarious in Be Cool. Um, I think he was, or was that Vince Vaughn? No, somebody. The Scorpion King versus Doom. <sighs> Since young Dwayne came out and dissed Doom recently, I'm going with Doom. Doom versus Gridiron Gang, Doom. Doom versus Reno 911 Miami. <laughs> Definitely Doom. Uh, Doom versus The Game Plan. It's <sighs> a kid's movie. Man, would I rather watch Doom or The Game Plan? I'm going to go with The Game Plan. The Game Plan. No, I'm going to say I'd rather watch Doom. So I'm going to go with The Game Plan as the worst of the movies. The Game Plan versus Get Smart. The Game Plan. The Game Plan. Versus the race to which mountain? Eh, I'll go with the game plan. Game plan versus the tooth fairy. I'm going to go with the worst name. Tooth fairy. I don't even know if I've seen all these movies all the way through. But I surely know enough about them. Alright, tooth fairy versus why did I get married (laughs) to? Definitely tooth fairy. I forgot he was in why did I get married to at the very end. Old girl was just getting over her dead husband. And of course here comes The Rock. Um, 
Tooth Fairy versus the other guys. Tooth Fairy, but the other guys is a movie I gotta rewatch because I think I was sleeping on it back when it first came out. And I didn't, I didn't respect it for how, how good it was. So I'm gonna check that out again here soon. All right, Tooth Fairy versus Faster. Tooth Fairy, Tooth Fairy versus Fast Five. Definitely Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy versus Journey to the Mysterious Island. Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy versus Snitch. I should give it to Snitch just because of the name alone. But I'm going to go with Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy versus G.I. Joe Retaliation. Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy versus Pain and Gang. Definitely Tooth Fairy. Pain and Gang is slept on, but whatever. Tooth Fairy versus Fast and the Furious 6. Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy versus Hercules. Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy versus Furious 7. Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy versus San Andreas. Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy versus Jim and the Hologram. He had a cameo as himself in that movie? That shows you how much I remember that movie because I don't remember him being it. So we go with the surprise. Jim and the Holograms. That movie was trash. All right. Jim versus Central Intelligence. Jim. Jim versus Moana. Jim. Jim versus The Fate of the Furious. Jim. Jim versus Baywatch. Jim. Jim versus Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle. Jim and this week's Rampage going against Jim versus Jim and the Holograms. And it's definitely going to Jim and the Holograms. So this... I would have never guessed that that would have been his worst movie, but hey, Wiki don't lie, and it says he was in it, so I'm going to take their word for it. He seems a little too big back in 2015 to have done that movie, but okay, whatever. All right, so moving on, let's jump into, should we stay on the subject of Dwayne Johnson? Nah, because I don't even know if I really have anything else to touch on about him. All right, I watched the, what trailer was that? Watched the uh, Incredibles 2 trailer. I mean, it was nothing that really, like, stood out to me that was crazy. It was more the storyline about her, or whatever the mom's name. I literally just watched it and can't even remember their superhero names, but the mom, it being, like, her being the one who's front and center while the dad is home taking care of the kids. And then, you know, you got the, the villain coming out of nowhere. I didn't really see it going that direction. I thought it was going to be more generic in a way, like the family has taken a break, something bad happens. They got to be, like, forced back into action even while they're trying to raise their family, something along those lines. But, I mean, I'm not mad at it. I laughed, like, a couple times, especially at the end with the – Whatever Samuel L. Jackson's little freeze character's name is, so it had some funny moments in the trailer. It does. It, I mean, the trailer could have really went either way. I'm still really looking forward to it because the first one was such a great movie, and it's been so many years in the making that I definitely welcome another Incredibles movie. So can't wait for that to come out. Next up, James McAvoy and Bill Hader are in talks for It Two. This It Two cast is start is shaping up to be something. That could be sweet because Jessica Chastain is in talks to play the girl of the losers. I'm forgetting her name. I'm awful with names if you don't already know. And James McAvoy will play the stutterer. I think his name was Bill, if I'm correct. And then Bill Hader would play Glasses, a.k.a. the funny one with the foul mouth. The kid version was played by old boy from Stranger Things. You can see how inept to detail I am because all these names that I'm saying... But 
if James and Bill are added to the cast and Jessica Chastain does sign on, I think that'll be dope. And you can tell the budget for this movie raised tremendously because the first one didn't have like a ginormous budget. But as everybody knows, they killed it at the box office, like surprising everyone. And it was actually a, a very good and enjoyable movie. And then you get all these fan castings afterwards. And when you got a group of kids and you're going to give them the grown up version and the movie does well, you're everybody's going to want to see stars play these roles. So I didn't think, I didn't think a lot of it would come true. Just, you know, based just how you know everybody schedules, but the way it's turned out they're they're getting close to the fan castings, which you usually don't see. And I think that's dope, but I want to know if the whole entire like cast of losers is going to be all stars because one of those guys, spoiler alert, one of the characters can't remember which one, but he dies pretty early on in the story based off of the book and the, the first little It movie series we got back in the day. He dies pretty early. So I want to know if that's going to be a star who's going to play him or if that's going to be a nobody. I can see it go both ways because a star might want to join the film just because he had so much respect and love for the first one but ain't got that much time. So you put him in that row, off him real quick. He ain't got to shoot too many scenes. Or you put him, you put a nobody in that role just because it's like a quick character you're gonna do away with in the movie, so you ain't trying to spend that much money on him. You know, I don't know how the business and stuff works. I ain't looking at the contracts, and I ain't, I ain't got the money, so I don't know. So I think it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But all I know is, if they get stars for all the cast members except for the black guy. <laughs> we gonna have a problem. I can see that happening. I can see that happening, and I'm not going to like it. I don't want another Justice League debacle. You get names for everybody else. Ben Affleck for Batman, Ezra Miller for Flash, Gal Gadot for Wonder Woman, Jason Momoa for Aquaman. I mean, mind you, these aren't like A-listers besides Ben Affleck, but if you know movies, you know of these people. But then you get some guy from the stage to play. I almost called him Antique Man, and that's definitely not right. Cyborg. I'm just saying, you know, like, come on, don't disrespect the, the, the black people like that. Get a star. Get, uh, holla at John Boyega before he got to shoot a, no, he should be Star Wars or some sort of thing. Well, there's plenty of black actors, black actors with names that could play the role of, what's that black kid's name? Mike. I think it's Mike, so we're going to go with Mike, so. Yo, if y'all going stars, go all out, and don't forget the black people like you like to do all the time, but moving on. Um, sorry for the silence, but um, I just want to throw this little theory that I've been reading online out there dealing with Avengers Affinity War. Now, this might be a spoiler, might not be, because of course no one knows. It's a theory, but it's a theory that makes sense. So if you don't want to possibly have that movie spoil for you, might as well just cut this podcast off right now. So, apparently... People, uh, there's some fans online that think in Avengers Affinity War is going to have multiple timelines in the movie. And when you think about it, and you look at the the uh, facts, I guess, to back it up, or the evidence, makes perfect sense. Now, first off, they introduce, or the MCU introduced multiple timelines with Doctor Strange, and the fact that he can control time with his little time thingy as i'm gonna call it, his little time stone whatever 
whatever the official name of it is. I haven't seen that movie in a while, so and I clearly I'm just not good with names for anything. So they introduced that, so that's one. When you watch the trailers for the movie and the TV spots and all that, they show scenes. Uh, they show scenes and like in that are kind of different. Like they're just been edited slightly. Like you look at in one trailer, they have one scene, and then the next trailer or TV spot, they have almost the very same scene, but with different with things changed slightly. So you can look at it as, as like a different portion of the scene or. You know how trailers, they don't even show actual stuff that's in the movies because it's been cut. You can look at it like that. But with this theory, those little slightly switched up scenes could be part of different timelines. Then you have the uh, the footage that was shown at Comic-Con. I can't remember what year. Was it this past year? Probably this past year. Where they showed a lot of things that they haven't showed in trailers yet, like um, Spider-Man looking like he's about to meet his death and saying, like, I'm sorry, Tony, uh, Tony Stark. There's footage out there where Thor is getting, like, his head squeezed to, like, almost a pulp by Thanos. This is all this type of stuff. And then in one of the trailers or TV spots, Doctor Strange says how he went through all the possible outcomes of this big old battle. And, you know, nothing's good have come, come from it. So... All that stuff could mean that there's different timelines. In the movie, you can see your favorite characters die once, twice, over and over again, just for it to go, you know, the movie go back and start from a different timeline, you know. So that, this might be a Thanos and Doctor Strange-led movie because what has been confirmed by the stars, or some of the stars, is that Benedict Cumberbatch, who plays Doctor Strange, is the only one who has seen the entire script or most of the script for the movie all the other stars have said they haven't seen all the script they don't know how the movie ends or what exactly happens throughout the whole movie and a lot of characters said they were just shooting scenes with tennis balls to replace some characters so they don't even know like what actual characters are going to be in all their scenes because all the secrecy going around this movie which is crazy when you think about it because i think they already shot Part or Avengers four already, so I don't I don't know this. It seems like a lot of confusion. I don't know, but I think that all this does lead to multiple timelines. And when you look at the title, Avengers: Affinity War, this is a war with an infinite amount of timelines that we're gonna go through to see the outcome. I mean, why else would the name Infinity be thrown in here? Some see some some clues are just like they're right there in your face, and you just gotta look at them and just like pay attention. You feel me? So I don't know. I think if that is the case, I think that's dope. That is the way that because they there's been a bunch of talk how at least some characters gotta die, like some beloved characters gotta die, and this will be a good way to fulfill that and switch it up and. You know, not kill him off, like make everybody happy. You killed him off, and then you not killed him off. But then that's kind of the annoying thing with uh, the MCU that people have found that they kill somebody off, and, and when you like them, there's a big chance that they gonna come back. Look at um, Coulson died, came back on the TV show Agents of Shield, which is a great show. If you haven't watched any of that, check it out. Who else? Not 
not Quicksilver. They just let him just be dead. Um, I'm not going to think about it because clearly my memory is shot. So, but yeah, so I think that's, I think that's a very viable outcome. I'm not going through all the details because I'm trying to keep it short and sweet, but that's the big stuff that really like stuck out and that really makes me think that this multiple timeline sequences that we could see in the movies will definitely play out. Um, there's also saying Tony Stark might sacrifice his own life to save Peter Parker at one point, which then might carry over to four, where clearly he won't be dead or he'll come back alive. or I don't know. Um, the reason they're not showing Hawkeye in any of like the posters, trailers, or anything promotion for the movie is because he plays a pivotal role in defeating Thanos. And even the directors, the Russo brothers, have said like they gave him like a cool role that will play out or be important to the movie. I, I need to see, if he's key to killing Thanos. I need to see how a guy who just shoots arrows is key to beating the strongest person that has been in any of these movies. Who's a freaking nature? Who got the gauntlet? Mass stonesies in that joint. I gotta see how. So, the movie is already super appealing and whatnot. But if y'all make the re- if y'all make what's his name the reason why uh, Thanos gets even hurt or whatever in the movie, then that just grabs my attention even more. And I think. That might be it for your boy. Oh, yeah, before I go, back to Dwayne Johnson. You know what's over here at the Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast. Love Dwayne, the Rock Johnson. That's the man right there. Rampage made like 30-something million dollars his first week and killed it overseas, so you can probably almost guarantee a sequel. I mean, depending on if the studio is really vibing with how it's killing it overseas, but might not kill it, kill it. Here on Earth, on Earth, here in the States, but then you got a bunch of articles talking about how, which always come out every time a Dwayne Johnson movie comes out, how he, if you put him in a movie, people are gonna see it, and that's the majority of the case. Like no, no hate towards the man, but we do gotta remember he put out Baywatch last summer, <laughs> and that movie did awful, and people didn't like it. I thought it was subpar, but I like the people who are in it, so I'm still trying to cop it on Blu-ray. But I'm just saying, the man ain't flawless. But nine times out of ten, he will give you a successful movie. He's on a streak right now, so I just don't point out. You know, people be forgetting, they be forgetting some stuff that they want to forget just to make their narrative work. But whatever. But anyway, so I'm gonna just go ahead and end that right there. It's your boy, Leo Archibald. This has been another bonus episode for the Leo B. Gyllenhaal Podcast. Make sure you go on iTunes, Leo B. Gyllenhaal Podcast. Go on the great musical.wordpress.com, I believe. Um, check out the SoundCloud page. Go to icmovies.wordpress.com. All that good stuff to check out. More stuff on movies for the podcast, music, etc., etc., and I guess before I forget more stuff and say more stuff wrong and promote more stuff incorrectly, it's going to end this now.